Welcome, everybody, to another episode of NFLE's podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcast. If you're on Facebook, join our NFL East Facebook group. You can watch every episode of this podcast on YouTube at NFL East Podcast. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. That's NFL Boy Brandon. He's on YouTube. Check out his stuff. I'm Mr. McDolphin. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Mr. McDolphin73. And make sure to follow the show on Twitter at East NFL. What's up, fellas? How you doing? What's up? Season's over. Season is over. Um, yeah, yeah, it kind of sucks. This is the first Sunday without NFL football for um, in a while. You know, the the week in between, we had the Pro Bowl at least. So, yeah, um, I'll tell you what. I watched some XFL yesterday. I'm going to check it out again today, man. Um, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, uh, it's, it's really cool because it's a good mixture of college and pro. So they have NFL rules and they have some college rules and they kind of mix them together. Um, but they do a live feed from the coaching quarterback. It's like you hear them call the plays. Oh, you know I'm down with that. It is awesome, dude. And there's it's it's all over the place. NFL needs to pick this up. NFL needs to pick this up because you get to hear the communication. You know what I'm saying from the yeah. offensive coordinator and the quarterback, and even the defensive coordinator calling in. You know, I mean, it's awesome. And then um, at halftime, uh, they went into the locker room. And filmed live stream, like listen to the coach bitching at the players and and calling, you know, taking the adjust, making their adjustments and stuff. It was cool as hell, dude. It was I was like, damn, that's awesome. But um, a lot of those guys have been in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? A whole lot of them. And um, uh, it's pretty cool. Some coaches, you know, some great coaches. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm gonna check it out. Uh, it yeah. keep you yeah. keep you busy. So the uh, the NFL doesn't like to admit it, but uh. Uh, and they kind of make fun of these uh, or not really make fun of them so much, but kind of uh, try to ignore the XFL and these other leagues that pop up to, to arena football, things like that. Uh, right. But they're not shy about stealing uh, techniques from, from the exactly. XFL. Yeah. Still in mean, their ideas. Yeah. Uh, th- uh, when you see that overhead camera over the players, that's, that's right. from the, the old XFL. They were the first one to yeah. do that. Yeah. They're and, doing, uh, they, they're doing it. They're yeah. doing it now. And it adds so much to the game. You know, it really right, does. Exactly. You, know, you get it you does. get almost like you're inside the huddle at this point. But all of that yeah. came, all of that was the NFL just uh copy, you know, they just copied from uh these other leagues that are kind of forced to be a little bit more innovative like that, which is as a fan perspective, like you said, is super fun. Yeah, yeah, it makes it super fun. I, I was I was not um expecting how fun it is to um watch you know what i'm saying just watch because you get to hear the um the calls you know the plays being called and the the decision you know you get to hear the coaches accidentally say say fuck or damn or you know what i'm saying it's because you get a lot you're getting a live feed whatever they say is is going on the air you know what i'm saying um so it's pretty cool and then the other thing is is you know how they have the tablets on the sideline for for the players you know the microsoft tablets right um in the nfl they have still shots right so they get to watch the still shots um in the xfl they're doing live streaming live feed so they watch the videos of what just happened and they can rewind it they can so they can watch you know a quarterback can sit there and look how the defense 
reacted to what he did. You know what I'm saying? And make adjustments. It, that's just that. And I bet you the NFL is going to pick that up. Yeah. You know I bet, I bet I mean, they just, pick up some of that quarterback coaching uh, uh, talk, you know the, what I mean? Yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the open mics. The yeah. open mics. I bet they catch some of that because that's, that's, who doesn't want to hear that? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's awesome, dude. It's awesome. Yeah. It just it makes it a lot of fun. It's pretty cool. I'm with I'm it. I'm glad. Still get some football. Um, so that's yeah, that's pretty cool. But uh, other than that, you know, um, yeah, football's done. So what we're gonna do today is wrap that up. We'll do our takeaways from the Super Bowl. Have a little bit of news from the East, and um, and then we'll take a just take a quick look at some free agent wide receivers. And um, some NFL East um, wide receiver needy teams, uh, what they might do, what you, your guys' opinion on, you know, uh, um, both of your all's favorite teams, the Cowboys and New England, are both um, in that group as uh, wide receiver needy. So get, it'd be fun to get your guys' idea on what you think they should do and how they should tackle this free agent market of wide receivers. There's there's actually a lot of uh, trades coming up. Of course, we know about D Hop. And, uh, you know, there's been the rumors of him wanting to be traded and stuff. But Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas, um, you know, even guys like uh, uh, Curtis Samuel and Brandon Cooks, is, their names have been thrown out there as possible um, cuts or trades. You know what I'm saying? So th- there might be some a little bit of, you know, um, possible help that, you know, that that your teams can get this free agent, uh, free agency uh, so yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. We'll wrap it up with that. Sound good? Sounds good. Yeah. All right. So let's kick it off with takeaways um, from the East. We'll do the Super Bowl. All right. Let's start. Let, why don't um, Rich? Why don't you kick it off and just kind of give me your overview of your takeaway? What did you think? <clears throat> A week uh, later, you've had a week to digest yeah. all of this information. Yeah, first of all, this is um uh, this was probably one of the most exciting Super Bowls of all time, probably that, that a top 10 Super Bowl. Um yeah, there was definitely a battle back and forth, not a lot of defense, <laughs> but uh but people don't care about that when you're watching the Super Bowl. You're watching a close game go back and forth. Uh nice little comeback from uh uh Kansas City there in the second half, but um uh, uh, both teams generally played well. There was not a, uh, you know, this was almost a turnover-free game. I think one turnover in the game, I think. Um, pretty clean. A uh, very costly turnover. <laughs> Extremely well, costly. Turnover. Again, uh, yeah. Uh, led it, to, was, it led to a defensive touchdown. Touchdown, right, right. And and actually kept Kansas City from uh, in the game there because had Philly yeah. had Philly – uh, scored a touchdown there. I, it may have been too much for Kansas City to come back on that. So definitely a game-saving uh, recovery from Kansas City. But um, the takeaways that I would say, uh, Jalen Hurts played great. I think there's no denying that he he played an excellent top-tier game. Um, uh, yeah, one costly penalty, but I wouldn't put the loss on Jalen Hurts so much himself. Uh, uh, we. Offensively, from both these teams, I think we we saw what we expected. You know, these are two dominant offenses. Um, uh, defensively, was a struggle for both teams. I think uh, nobody could stop anybody. It didn't seem like. Uh, I think two sacks in the entire game, and they were both uh, Philly sacks, which were essentially 
just forced them out of bounds. Forced them, forced it, yeah, forced out of bounds for a minimal loss. Then. Behind the behind the line, yeah, yeah. So, the, so which, which you get a you get you get credit for a sack. You, you get credit for a sack, but uh, um, um, generally the, the defenses wasn't weren't deciding the game. This was an offensively decided Super Bowl. Um, right. Um, a good game. Um, I, I'll let somebody else talk about the penalty there, there at the end, but. Um, I personally don't have any problem with it. I thought it was a uh, uh, fairly clean uh, game. Um, I did. I do want to say my prediction was that there weren't going to be very many sacks in this game. I think that that held up. So. Right. Right. And and you you predicted that before you before we realized they're playing on a slip and slide on terrible turf. So and that's the reason why there was no defense. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's it, you can contribute that, but it's grass and it's football, and these people played football forever. Yeah, it's glass. Yeah. It's glass. It's grass. <laughs> grass. <laughs> well, yeah. it was slick. Um, they, they were sliding everywhere. the The poor defensive line edge rushers they couldn't get any grip at all. Um, it yeah, I mean it, it's ridiculous. They, there's no reason why your team has to be in shuffling around, putting different cleats on, trying to get more of a traction. It's the fucking Super Bowl. Come on, NFL, get the damn field right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I mean, why are they playing on a fucking slip and slide? That makes no sense. So yeah, I yeah, know. I don't think it was that bad. I, don't, I think it's a little overrated how bad it was, but it wasn't great. And the NFL should have a, a better field. People were sliding no, everywhere, no. even even when they would make a touchdown, try right. to celebrate, and slide, and fall on their butt. Right, and it was it was yeah. that bad. <laughs> yeah, and would you consider that that missed no. field goal from Kansas City was part of a field condition issue? The 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 missed field goal from uh, Kansas City in the first half there. That oh yeah yeah, yeah. um I, I, yeah. yeah maybe yeah maybe field condition. I don't know though. I, I I'm just not quite buying it uh, all the way. But you know a uh, uh, Reddick who was uh you know one of the top defensive players in the in the league uh was yeah. held to one tackle for the entire game. Yeah, um, that was pretty awesome. Pretty so awesome. but like he can contribute that to the field conditions as well, but maybe but uh yeah. yeah, one tackle, no sacks, nothing, just one tackle for a uh defensive player of the year candidate. Yeah. So, pretty wild. But I think pretty, pretty uh wild. Yeah, Kansas uh Kansas City was just a little bit unstoppable <laughs> and this game came down to who had the ball at the end. So I was going to win it, and that's what happened. Cool, cool, Brandon. What about you? What what was your takeaways? Yeah, uh, no, I I definitely agree with you, Dad. That turf was absolutely terrible. That that was one of the worst turfs to play a Super Bowl game on. But um, at the same time, the one thing I did want to say too about that, Dad, is um, while I do agree it was slippery and a terrible turf, the Eagles can't use that as a way to. Uh, you know, uh, blame it on their loss. They they were like, oh, well, we didn't have any defense because we were slipping and sliding everywhere and we couldn't do anything. Well, the Chiefs was doing the same fucking thing on defense. So, I mean, it went very yeah. ways. So, you had um, you definitely give that offensive line of the Chiefs their props. They played. Right. <clears throat> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, we see, well, real quick, in the second half of those two uh, uh, late touchdowns from Patrick Mahomes was uh, – those those receivers were wide open by a mile. Uh, that can't. I don't think you can blame the yeah. turf on that. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, my my Super Bowl uh, takeaway. I I just pretty much said the same thing as uh, Uncle Rich. Like, wow, this is. I, I I think I would have to agree with you, Rich. This is probably in the top ten. Uh, one of the best Super Bowls I I've definitely watched in a while. And uh, another big key takeaway I, I got from this dad is. Um, I wanted to argue all season long about how good is Jalen Hurst? How good is he really? You know, 
is he really this good because of where they had like a slump, you know, a, a, a easier schedule than all of us and everything. Well, this game just proved it. This man outplayed Patrick Mahomes. He went 27 for 38, 304 yards, one touchdown passing, but he was carrying his team with three more rushing touchdowns. He was single-handedly the only reason the Eagles were even still in this game. If it wasn't for him, they would have probably got blown out by Kansas City. So I think it's yeah. fair to say that uh, that Jalen Hurst is single-handedly an elite quarterback, and he proved that this season and in this game. So I'm not going to yeah, argue. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Outside of the one fumble, it would have been a damn near a perfect game, you know, yeah. from him. Um, we, without that fumble, you can argue that he should have got MVP, you know what yeah. I'm saying, of the game um, without that fumble. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. He definitely balled out. Um yeah. Yeah, I'm not ready. Yeah, people are putting Jalen Hurts as a top five quarterback. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would. I think go he had a good. I think he just entered into the top, top ten. 10. Yeah, yeah, I he think just he's entered in top ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pushing the top ten maybe. Uh, I do think Philadelphia executed their strategy to perfection. You know, um, right. the offensive line dominated on all those fourth down conversions. That was such a key to the Philadelphia's offense. They could, you know, if they got a third and short, they were making that fourth down conversion. There was no way that Kansas City could really stop him on that. Uh, Jalen Hurts had a great game, but he, those three three rushing touchdowns were within five yards, right? Most of them yeah. were like within one or two yards. And really, right, exactly. I'm not taking anything away from him, but uh, it definitely it helps to have the best offensive line in the league <laughs> when, when right. you're when you're routinely strat, uh, game planning for one or two yard touchdown runs. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, and basically yeah, they, exactly. they use Jalen Hurts like they use you know Herschel Walker back there or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, these were called runs. Yeah, um, the, you know what I'm saying. Not just scrambles. He these were called plays for sure. him to run the ball. Um, right. And he's really good at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, well, that offensive really line is, is so. you know they, they there's not a defensive line that can hang with that offensive line right there. Right, and I think a lot. I don't know. I don't really agree with you, Rich, that they're blowing it out of proportion, trying to put him in a, you know, a, a top five or top 10 quarterback in the league. The problem is name two quarterbacks that are better than him in the NFC. You can't do it. Well, no, no, that's my, and that's the whole point. Oh, you when they have Dak Prescott, you got oh, Dak no. Prescott and Jalen Aaron Rodgers. You can say Aaron Rodgers. You can Aaron, say, yeah, but it looks like Aaron might be going to the AFC. Dude. Right. Well, I mean, that may be true. But uh, if you don't have Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts, he, he's the reason why it's such a big deal is because the NFC is a whole lot easier path to the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. And yeah. he's, he is one of those. Um, he, he has established <clears throat> himself as a top tier quarterback top top three in the nfc you know what i'm saying i mean the problem is uh, uh, that a lot of the really good quarterbacks are all they're all going to be fighting it out over in the afc trying to get to the super bowl so you know i mean i mean he does have competition like dak prescott you know what i'm saying i mean dak prescott and like you said if aaron Rodgers stays in green bay but you got jalen hurts he's top three you know what i'm saying there's nobody else as good as those three guys over in the nfc and so you know yeah well, he's definitely going to get a contract extension this offseason, right? I'm pretty sure. Jay right. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask you about that too, Rich, because uh, you know, at the beginning of this season, or even in the middle of this season, you were you were thinking that there was a good chance that they didn't they didn't yeah. keep him. So yeah, and I'm not so certain that they they won't they won't draft a quarterback mainly because my argument is now you're going to definitely have to pay Jalen Hurts as the top. If you want to if you want to argue that he's a top three quarterback in the NFC, then you're going to pay him like that. So. Right. 
his starting contract is going to be forty million a year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's right. got to get on it this year, so they have to right. make that commitment in the off season, uh, while at the same time having a top ten pick where they could possibly draft a, a quarterback and have him on a five year contract, rookie contract. Uh, yeah. So, and I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think Philadelphia is kind of committed to Jalen Hurts at this point. Um, right. But and, and that's, that's one of be. our topics and news from the East as, as each team has got eliminated this year. Um, we took a look at that team and said, well, what's next for that team? Um, so that's a great point. When we bring up that conversation here in a few minutes and news from the East that you're right, Rich, they're going to have to do that contract. They get, they got, <laughs> they got 10 free agents, seven of them on defense. You know what I'm saying? I mean, how are they? Are they I don't think they're going to come back as strong as they were this year. You know, and they they lost their offensive coordinator, their defensive coordinator. You know, I mean, there's all of these points. I, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. Oh see well, Philly. yeah. For the long term, for the long term goal for Philadelphia, yeah, they uh, they missed an opportunity. This was their opportunity right. to have their best year in their franchise history. You know, right, they had exactly, the, and they, they had, had the best quarterback, quarterback, they had quarterback. The best quarterback in the league hurt. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he he was hurt <clears> and. He didn't yeah. have Tyreek Hill, and this was your chance to beat him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, so right, right. Um, next year, next year they they have to play a first place schedule, which they didn't do this year. So their right. schedule is going to get yeah. uh, demonstrably harder, and then yeah. um, uh, they are going to lose some players. They vote, you know, they do have two first round draft picks, so that's not a bad thing. Yeah, which is pretty awesome, and we, we'll talk more about that here in a minute. Let's. I just uh, wanted to finish up with our takeaways from the Super Bowl. Um, Last week we did Super Bowl questions and it was kind of weird because I wrote my takeaways down and then I looked at our questions and I was like, well, my takeaways line up with these questions perfectly. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, um, one of the questions was who will have more receiving yards, A.J. Brown, Travis Kelsey? We all agreed it was going to be Travis Kelsey, right? No, A.J. Brown, baby. AJ no, Brown I took A.J. Out. I took A.J. Dan. Oh, did you? OK. Yeah. Well, A.J. Brown balled out and that was a huge difference in this game. You know what I'm saying is Travis Kelsey was, he was held to 81 yards, six receptions for 81 yards, which is pretty cool. Um, But AJ Brown, you know, had six receptions for 96 yards, but then you also had Devonte Smith, which is the other thing that had a hundred and added another hundred yards. So with our second question was who has more receiving yards, Devonte Smith or Juju Smith Schuster, you know what I'm saying? So it, I thought that was pretty cool that um Jalen Hurts you you're exactly right he he balled out and we we've already talked about him of how he just played better than Patrick Mahomes but he did it by throwing you know what i'm saying i yeah. mean i mean well, uh and running you know he ran for the three touchdowns like we said um but Devontae Smith had 100 yards receiving you know what I'm, i mean so um and then uh, uh AJ Brown had almost another 100 and then the other one was uh, who will have more rushing yards? Remember this question? We said Miles Sanders or Isaiah Pacheco. Well, it was Isaiah Pacheco. We I thought Kansas. I thought um, the Eagles were going to dominate the run game in this and, and just take over. Well, they didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? He, um, Jalen Hurts threw the ball around a couple hundred yards, and Isaiah Pacheco freaking balled out, dude. Fifteen carries, seventy six yards, and a touchdown. They and they just may I say, may I say, you know, real quick, I got all run. these right. That, I had yeah, A.J. Brown, cool. Devontae Smith, and Isaiah Pacheco. There we go. There we go. So, and, and these, but I think these were keys that um, one, because one big takeaway that I took away was how in the hell did Kansas City win the running battle, the rush battle? 
you know, I no one no one predicted that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, this this uh this rookie, Isaiah Pacheco, is and it's amazing, dude. How do you hit like that on a seventh round pick? Is it they're yeah, so amazing. They're G- that's, that's why when you awesome, asked that dude. question, Ned, that's exactly why I took him because because like me and you were talking about earlier, when he first got drafted and he came out on preseason and we were watching him, I think me and you had the same reaction. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, we don't yeah. know him. Is he really going to yeah. take a Clyde Edwards Hilaire's job? And in the middle of the season, he takes Clyde Edwards Hilaire's job. And I'm like, yeah, by oh, knocking no wonder he's taking it. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, like, oh, no, no wonder he's taking it here. He's laying people flat on their asses. Right, exactly. And then and then we spent a couple questions, you know, with who will get more sacks, Chris Jones, uh, Hassan Reddick, true or false, you know, Hassan, uh, Hardgrave, Sweat, and all these guys will combine for four plus sacks. Well, I mean, of course, we know now the answer was no. But and we've already talked about my point here, because this takeaway was we didn't know that it was going to be so slippery. We didn't know that neither yeah. defense was going to, I mean, Chris Jones didn't have a great game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, n- nobody had a great game on defense because nobody could get off, get, get around the corner because they couldn't keep their, you know, they couldn't, uh, they were problem. They had problems keeping their footing because of the slick turf. So, and then there was a true or false. Travis Kelsey will catch the ball with no defender around him where with no defender within 10 yards of him. Well, of course, now we know the answer to that is no, but, <laughs> and I wrote, but uh, Tony and Moore did, <laughs> you know, so these two, I mean, you can't talk about this game without talking about these two busted plays on defense yeah. from the Eagles that left fucking Tony and then the ne- the next play or left. Yeah, left. And then Moore wide fucking open. You know what I'm saying? There yeah. was nobody around them. These were, these were busted plays. Um and and keys to this game they they were yeah. the keys to this game this is how um kansas city built the comeback you know what i'm saying was the was by these two so yeah i mean you can have blamed the footing for the lack of sacks and stuff but i'm not blaming the turf for these two busted plays these these guys just didn't you know re they didn't they didn't andy Reid just outfooled these guys you know what i'm saying yeah. this is some great scheming yeah, I think yeah. both those touchdowns were really the same play, just reversed. They were the right? exact same play on yeah. the other side of the field. Yeah, yeah, that's, it, yeah. It, that's what's what, what they were. So, yeah. well, uh, Dad, speaking of Cadavis, Tony, uh, I I seen something on Twitter right after the Super Bowl was over, and someone wrote on there and was like, "What the hell was the Giants thinking when they uh, traded Cadavis Tony to the Chiefs?" And, and I would agree with that. Cadavis Tony has come on all season long after getting traded. And he's been a big part of Kansas City's offense. Like, you know, he, he's not going to wow you by the numbers, but he schemes people open. And sometimes he'll even find ways to get open by himself, like you were talking about in the back of the end zone and, and shit like that. I, I think Davis Tony's been a big part to why Kansas City has made it this far and won the Super Bowl. So, oh, yeah. But, yeah. Because one of the biggest plays, like, you can't describe or I can't do my takeaways without. Not only those two plays where Tony and Sky Moore, um, Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore on these two busted defensive plays by the Eagles, um, great scheming. But Kadarius's Tony 65 yard punt return is, right, is yeah. basically the reason yeah. why they won the game. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. because that's that's just another touchdown, really. If you get Patrick Mahomes that close, he's going to yeah. put it in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, um, yeah. Brandon, you're right. Kadarius Tony, it could go down as one of the one of the a great trade if he really pops, yeah. blows up, and becomes their you know punt returner, 
slash um, guy that can get open over the top. That that's yeah, that's going to be scary moving forward. And I mean, so far this season, he proved that. In that right. season, I, I'm you know I, I'm interested in seeing does he continue doing that or is he going to slump off, kind of like he did with New York Giants, but. Yeah, I'd be interested in seeing that. But so far, it, that trade has really panned out for Kansas City. So, Right. Uh, if I remember right, uh, Kadarius Tony was uh, number 20 overall pick last, not last year's draft, the two years ago. Yeah, uh, the draft he's before. A, he's yeah. a first-round draft pick, so he's got – Yeah, know, the Giants. You yeah. get a, fi- a five-year contract on him. Uh, I think it should be said that Kansas City was uh, should get credit for being aggressive. They recognized that they needed receivers there, and they went and got some. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, unlike the Cowboys who were like, we like our guys. Our guys are good. Uh, you know, Tyreek well, Tyreek Hill left Kansas City, and they they at least did something to get get some bodies in there. Right, yeah, that Patrick Mahomes could throw to. Uh, so it does look like a great trade for Kansas City, and nobody cares about that draft pick that they're losing. <laughs> you yeah. know, which I don't think was a very high one either. I think maybe a second or third. No, round. it was like I, I think it was actually like a third or a fourth round pick. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, so good job for Kansas City being aggressive in free uh, in the trade market when you need when you need help, recognize it and make some improvements. Dallas can learn from that, right? Yep, and we'll talk about that um, in wide receiver in the last segment on this episode when we talk about free agent wide receivers and what Dallas should do. Um, and then the last that my last takeaway here we go. True or false? Question was: Will Lane Johnson have at least one false start penalty? um called and of course you know that was because of all the um rumors and a video that came up on twitter and and of course we know no he did not um have a false start penalty but a penalty had a huge impact on this game yeah there <laughs> so, was a false start we right? almost got it right we just we we brought up the wrong penalty it was a holding penalty yeah. instead of a instead of um a uh false start penalty so yeah. so there you go and that was pretty cool i'm with you um rich you you brought it up a few minutes ago when you were giving us your takes um i'm totally cool with it it was definitely a hold um i understand what they're talking about though when people are like no they shouldn't have called that because the refs weren't calling a tight game you know what i'm saying i mean kind of that's and that's how guys you know that's what they talk about they they talk about you you play the game and at the beginning of the game you can kind of get a feel of of how the refs are going to do this game are they going to let us play are they going to call everything really tight you know what I'm saying? All of that. And you then everybody's upset because they called the whole game one way and then at the very end turned around and called it a different way. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that was a little ticky-tack hole. Um, but it was definitely a hole. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it was a little ticky-tack. And, uh, you know, and it wasn't like, yeah. And so there you go. I, I, I don't know. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Um, it's, you know, I, I don't want it to get to the point where people are holding, blatantly holding, and refs ain't calling it. You know what I'm saying, but I, I mean, I I'm, I think the refs should have called all game. If they if they seen it one time and did not call it, then shame on them. They're not doing their job right. So, um, you know, maybe they just need to be more aware. Then, you know what I'm saying, because there was quite a bit of penalties that were not called in this game. You know, yeah, it was, it was a low low penalty game, and I right. nobody wants to see a flag fest on the Super Bowl. That's that sucks. Yeah, um, it it. it it did kind of determine the game though. So Philadelphia has kind of a beef there is like they, the referees did take the game out of the player's hand at that point um, yeah. uh, with that penalty, but I've seen it both ways for sure. You know, we, we uh, remember the new Orleans Rams game where there was a clear pass interference call. Oh yeah. 
that they yeah. there was a no call. Uh, and you know, Listen, Saints, okay, this, they still this think one... they got robbed out of the Super Bowl on that one. But right. uh, so it, yeah, it, I'm with you. If it's if it's if the referees are consistent all games, I don't care if they call penalties mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, as right. long as they're consistent with it. But uh, right, exactly, uh, exactly. Right, but it was a hold, and it did hurt Philadelphia. Yeah. And I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it happen to Dallas this year. The Green Bay game. There was yeah. a definitely hold on CD, uh, CD Land there at the end of that game that did not get called. And right, uh, and it happens. It, my biggest, the only other thing I have to say about this holding call, and then we can wrap up. That's my takeaways. Um, that that holding call is not the reason why uh, the Eagles lost this game. Because uh, I, I, I'll give you a reason why they lost this game on every level and all three phases uh, of of their team. Offensively, they played great offensively. Darius Dallas Goddard at six receptions, 60 yards. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, we already talked about all these guys. Um, they didn't run the ball well, but Jalen Hurts ran the ball well. Um, they turned the damn ball over. Turnovers, whoever wins the turnover battle, most of the time wins the game. You know what I'm saying? They turned the ball over in a critical time on offense um their defense zero interceptions zero sacks they, their defense did not play a factor in in this game your defense yeah. didn't step up sorry philadelphia your defense didn't step up special teams special teams they gave up a 65 yard punt return you can't do that if you give if you give up 65 yard punt returns if you fumble the ball and turn the ball over if you, if well, you don't well, that, get any interceptions that, don't get any sacks on defense you sucked on three phases. You know what I'm saying? That's right. why yeah. we lost the game. It wasn't this one penalty. Yeah, yeah I, I would agree with that. But the 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 question that I've seen all over Twitter and the question I have, too, about that is, okay, yes, you can blame it on that 65-yard punt return. I would agree with that. But the the problem I have with that is why the fuck did the kicker not kick or the punter punt the ball out of bounds? Like, you had – a little over a minute. I think there was like a minute three. It was, left it was a bad punt. He something. did not mean to punt it. I mean, right. he punted. He punted it to the left, I believe, and everybody on the on the the punt return ran to the right. It, it the, yeah. the ball did not go where the punter wanted it to go. Your your uh, punter okay. fucked up, which means yeah. your special teams fucked up. Yeah, your special teams fucked up. Your defense fucked up, and your offense fucked up. Um, yeah, little and in, in the in tight games like this, when the best mm-hmm. team is playing the best team, and you know for a championship. Those little bitty fuck ups, they add up and you're gonna lose the game. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's well, what I, as far as far as the hold, I do think it was a, a little ticky tack hold, like you were talking about, Dad. I, I I don't I didn't see enough there to be to be called. Like it, it looks like to me he barely tugged the jersey, released, and then he shoved. If anything, it should have been a pushing call because he shoved Juju Smith Schuster harder than he did pulling his jersey. So I, I don't think that shit should have been called. Um, but yeah, like you said, that they, the Eagles just ultimately on special teams and defense made too many mistakes to win this game. So. And offense, uh, offense. Yeah. He, uh, Jalen yeah, Hurts Jalen had a great Hurst game, but Jalen Hurts fumbled yeah. the fucking ball. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He gave yeah. the yeah. ball. He gave a he gave a defensive touchdown to the other team. Yeah. That's huge, dude. That's huge. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you, both of you guys are really saying. Hell was, no. Um, Listen, guys, I do not agree with that, okay? Roger Goodell go ahead, is not going to fucking gumble <laughs> or gamble on, on teams. So, yeah. What did you say, Rich? Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with all of that. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Kansas, City won, Kansas City won the game because they won on special teams, 
and their defense was able to get one more stop than the Eagles defense. Yeah. Yeah. If the, the Eagles couldn't produce a turnover or a stop in the second half for sure. So uh, exactly. Kansas City deserves to win the game. Uh, yeah. Can we talk about real quick? Can we talk about uh, uh, Nick Sariani being the douchiest coach ever? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, like he's up there giving the finger to people before halftime, you know, yeah. he's flipping off the yeah. fans. Uh, yeah. he's, he's literally sobbing at the national anthem. Come on, man. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. There's just the douchiest dude ever. Right. Uh, Rich, listen, okay. We know he you're not a fan, Rich. Rich, listen, okay. he wasn't crying over the national anthem. He was crying because his team, because he already knew his team was already gonna lose. All right, he already knew. It. He looked at the script and he was like, "Fuck, they're predicting yeah. us to win." Well, son of a. They give it, they gave him the script right before the national anthem. He just got came, just read it. Yeah. yeah, Oh, you read the script. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, they gave him the script. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. my personal opinion. I looked around. Um, we had a little get together. And um, looked around. I, I think it was just uh, extreme emotions. He's never been in something that big. That was a lot of pressure. That was a lot of, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, you know, I mean, it's it's huge. It's like the pinnacle of his job. You know what I'm saying? It's the yeah. highest point that you can get at an employee in his employment. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna allow one single tear. I'm not gonna. Right. He looked like Michael Jordan. Michael right, Jordan yeah. Hall of Fame there. <laughs> All right, cool. He's like, um, a I don't think, man. just for the record, I don't think he's as bad as Rich um, portrays him to be. So there you go. Um, don't like him. But, okay, there, there's our takeaways from the Super Bowl this year um, or last year. It's wrapped up. We're done. We're finished. We're moving on. Um, and let's move on with a little bit of news from the East. All right. Um, we do got a little bit of stuff going on this weekend concerning the NFL East um, teams. Um, I don't know if you guys heard this, but the Jets, they have a quarterback um, coming in for a visit. Did you hear this? Uh, quarterbacks, Derek Carr, free agent Derek Carr, um, is he's in New York visiting the Jets this weekend um, uh, for a couple of days. He's, he's there. Um, who knows? What do you guys think about this? Uh, Brandon, how do you feel as a AFC East fan? Um, do we want Derek Carr in our, in our division? Holy shit. Come on. I, I don't want Derek Carr in our division. <laughs> I, I, um, I mean, I mean, all I Derek Carr say. is, is a top 10, top 12 quarterback yeah. in the league. And so that's, that's, I don't want him here, but how do you feel? Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I don't want him here either. I mean, uh, honestly, uh, you know, he made that little joke about uh, he never was dropping dimes in Las Vegas. So maybe that's why he's getting out, booted out like he was in that game, you know, throwing the throwing right. game and all that. If he right. draws, can it, you know, can you imagine if he's dropping dimes like he did in that in that game to Garrett to Garrett Wilson? Man, oh, the man. fucking Jets are about Stop. to be scary. If Derek Carr gets back to that type of level, yeah, I, I think the Jets uh, are right back in potential of winning the AFC East uh, for the first time in who knows how long. So, um, I, I, you know, I, I think this is really, really good for the Jets. I mean, horrible for me and you, Dad, because we're fucking in that division. But uh, I think it's a very good move by the Jets. So, yeah, the the only other rumor that 
that their quarterback um, has come out is Aaron Rodgers. I, I'd rather them have Derek Carr than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'd rather have them. I'd rather them have neither. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that kind of sucks. What do you think, Rich? Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I mean, if you're going to be stuck with one of them, I'd take Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, although Aaron Rodgers could just have one good year for the Jets, and that's all they need from him, I guess. Yeah, uh, that's all they need with that top five defense yeah. and, and yeah, those great weapons. That's going to be a scary ass team. Um, yeah, for sure. Plus, yeah, all they're their... scary with 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 Derek Carr, really, and that's what Brandon's referring. To. I, yeah. I think so. I think you're right there with him. That I mean, if they get Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers, I mean, there's a chance that the whole AFC East goes. Somebody wins it, and there's there's your wild card teams. I mean, because it, it, they're that division is going to be that good. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So uh, they're going to win a lot of games. So, don't know. Yeah. We'll see uh, how that goes. Yeah, Derek Carr is a free agent, though. He's worked himself into a good spot now because he's got a, yeah. enough teams to compete over him to keep his contract up pretty high, I think. Right, yeah. exactly. And it's, it's good, man, when GMs listen <laughs> to our podcast. Because, <laughs> right. it, I mean, last week I ranted. I, I was like, what the hell are the Jets fucking doing? How are they? How do they not have Derek Carr in the building? They're just going to let him sign with the Saints. What the hell is going on? You know, and then, you know, one week later, you know, we, we come around and, you know, they listened to our podcast probably around Wednesday or Thursday, and they were like, "Oh shit, get Derek." Well, fu- funny thing right, is, man, funny thing is, out, so there you funny go. thing is, he uh, he texted me on in, on Twitter, and he was like, mm-hmm. "So I watched your all's podcast. You are do- <laughs> your your dad's a Dolphins, you're a Patriots fan. Y'all tell me I need to get Derek Carr in here. It's done, and and there he is in the weekend. So I'm like, there what the go, fuck? He's see? listening to the podcast. There you go." <laughs> Oh man, and it, it, we there's a GM right there. You got to give some props to, dude. Yeah, <laughs> they swept the rookies. They swept, you know, the yeah. rookies, the rookie quarter category <laughs> awards. Um, all right, Commanders, uh, the most dysfunctional team in the NFL. Has uh, done something great. They did. Yeah, Eric yeah. Bieniemy um, has been hired as assistant head coach and offensive coordinator. Uh, me and Rich believe that they should have been in the market for a new head coach, um, you know, because we think that, that he should have been fired at the end of the year. He was not fired. But I would have been very happy with Eric Bieniemy as that hired. That would be an awesome head coach. Yeah. But he's not. Um, he's going to do one year, uh, at least one year, as the assistant head coach and offensive coordinator. How do y'all feel about this? Um, this is some big news. I um, mean, it's pretty cool to have Eric Bieniemy in the NFL East, baby. I feel yeah. good. I, I feel good about talking about him. Um, I think that offense is going to be a whole lot better. So. All right. Uh, am I going first since this yeah, go is ahead. my team? Yep, go ahead. All right. Uh, I, I pretty much wrote the same thing as you, Dad. I said they hired Eric Bieniemy as offensive coordinator. Uh, I did not know that they hired him as an assistant head coach until you told me that, Dad. Uh, but that that just came around to the conclusion of what I even wrote even further. I said, I think this is a one-year thing. I think next year he becomes the head coach of the commanders. And with that being said, um, you know, I, I went into further detail about who's going to be the quarterback for the commanders moving forward. There's no way Eric Mbinemi just went from a really good team like the Kansas City Chiefs and playing and you know, and being the offensive coordinator with the best quarterback in the league and Patrick Mahomes there's no way that he's going to come over and just accept one of these quarterbacks that he has to work with now 
I think they're either going to be looking towards free agency to sign someone, maybe like a Lamar Jackson or a Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers or someone like that. Or they might even go as far as to draft a quarterback. They might try to move up and draft themselves a quarterback. I just don't see Eric Minimi coming over and being like, all right, I just went from the best quarterback in the league. Who are you offering me? Uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, yeah, that's fine with me. Sam Howell. <laughs> yeah, like I don't see that working. Like Eric Minimi is not going to accept that, right? You guys think the same thing? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm um I'm a lot more comfortable with the quarterback situation in Washington because Eric Bieniemy is there. Yeah. He will make the, he will make better choices. He will create better competition. He will he will pick the right one to be the starter. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have more faith in that because um you know, I feel like their offensive coaches did not know what they were doing last year and and um the head coach definitely didn't know who to play and and didn't they didn't even know they fucking were eliminated from the playoffs dude i mean he didn't know i was surprised he knew what quarterback was starting that week so i mean there you go i mean um, i i feel yeah. a lot more comfortable with the whole situation quarterback wise brandon because Eric the enemy is there. So yeah. as long as long as they give him control of all that. Well, sure I, I will, agree right? with you, Dad. But what I'm saying is, is like you're telling me that Eric Embiidemi went from the best quarterback in the league now from Patrick Mahomes to he's going to come over here and just accept that he has to work with Sam Howell or Carson Wentz or something. If, if I don't he see him something doing in that. Sam Howell, he wants to start Sam Howell. Um, what if Sam Howell pops? All because well, of Eric yeah, Bannon. You know what I'm yeah, saying? What if it, yeah. what if Mahomes is so good because of the time he spent with Eric? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it, who knows? Who knows? Yep. What do you think, Rich? This is uh, pretty close, you know, in your division, in the, the Cowboys yeah, division. This is like the best move the, the Washington team has made in a, since they changed their name. Yeah. <laughs> and the second best one is coming right down the pipe with the sell. Right. The, the sell right, right. So, uh, change the but, owner, change your coaching. There you right. go. Yeah, for a long time, people have wondered why Eric Bieniemy wasn't getting a head coaching job. Uh, and, and as great of an offensive coordinator as he did not call plays in Kansas City because you got Andy Reid there um, right. doing the play calling duties, and that maybe that's what held him back. So here he get, at Washington, he gets to be the play caller for sure. And you know, with the title of assistant head coach, I think that's a sim- that's a recognition that he is eventually going to be the head coach. Yeah, he's the head coach in waiting. I mean, that's that's how yeah, it feels. Right. It, and it'll yeah. be next year. It'll be it'll, next year. They don't want to switch owners and a head coach all in the same year. Right. Which so makes give, sense. Uh, right. They'll, they'll give Rivera the last year and he'll kind of groom the enemy to be the head coach for next yeah. year. That's what yeah. I mean. But it, you don't I really think, need to groom him. You just need to let him do his thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Just yeah. hand him the fucking offense and let him yeah, do his thing. Let, yeah. yeah, and that's that's perfect for Rivera because he's a defensive coach yeah. anyway. Um yeah, I think it's going to be provide a lot of consistency and improvement to Washington's offense, which has been extremely inconsistent, and they can't figure out what uh what to do with the quarterback. They still have Carson Wentz situation as well that yeah, he's right. still under contract, and they p- paid a lot of draft capital for him. So I don't know, can Eric Bieniemy work uh, magic with Carson Wentz? Nope. <laughs> No, Nobody can. No. I, I don't right. think exactly. so. Exactly. And I think Brandon is right. They're going to bring yeah. someone else in yeah. and have a great competition. They got Sam yeah. Howell. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they'll bring somebody else in. Yeah. And and uh, all three guys will compete. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. They'll compete. But now I, I have more faith that the right quarterback will be chosen. 
Yeah. Sure. The yeah. Best quarter- because of the yeah. guy doing the choosing. <laughs> right. Yeah, so. the best quarterback will be playing. That's for sure. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. Exactly. No excuses yeah. there. Which, which was sure. not the case last year. Right. Yeah. Multiple games. Yes. Right. But surprisingly, remember Washington, they didn't get eliminated until the very end of the season. So they're not that yeah. they're not that far away no. from being a playoff caliber no. team. Right, uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, of, they have great pieces. Spot. They got a well, good I, defense. I've been, Their I've defensive been line stuff is badass, about... dude. They have weapons on offense. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah, they're they're an up and coming team. Uh uh, I hate that uh, they that is a big plus for Washington because that's going to make yeah. the division even that much tougher. Well, see, right. see, the, the the thing is, is okay. I I've been seeing stuff on Twitter about possibly the Commanders releasing Carson Wentz. I don't know how much of a cap hit they would take releasing him. Yeah, I would have to look but into that. I, I, I I've heard something about they could release him. But like you said, Dad, if Eric and Minimi see something uh, with Sam Howell, I, I, shit, I say go for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we, yeah. we only seen Sam Howell play one time. And something I just thought of, Dad, that's even more scarier. Fucking Eric and Benemy now has a number one wide receiver again. Can you imagine yeah. what he's going to do yeah. with Scary Terry? Scary Terry. Like, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> he's going to yeah. fuck people up with Scary Terry. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. So, and a good running game. And a great yeah. running game. So uh, good running backs, uh, scary Terry. I mean, he's got he's got weapons to work with, dude. He just he puts that right person in in, in there at quarterback, and yeah, I see Washington being yeah, they, um, relevant. Yeah, that, so. that's, like I said, that's the best move Washington's made in a long time. So they, uh, <laughs> yep, uh, totally agree. They've, they've improved their team already, no doubt. Totally agree. Um, this is kind of everything I had with news from the East, except then some damn more news broke. Now there's a freaking rumor. Mac Jones, Mac yeah. Jones going to Las Vegas. What? What yeah. is this bull crap? Um, are these just rumors? Do do we think? Um, or or is there? It, could this be true? And then also, Brandon, answer that question. And then, if it is true, what do you think New England should do at quarterback? If if this is true, what do, what do you got, Brandon? Yeah. Um... I, I I don't know I don't know man I I don't know like I I seen I seen a couple of rumors flying on Twitter about this right and then I was like okay like what the fuck are people just making this shit up and then I started seeing higher ups post this shit like Ian Rappaport posted it PFF said that it's a possibility uh, other people along the way I'm like okay this shit yeah, has if, to be if, coming if to people, all now. these people are talking so, about it there's yeah. some maybe true there there's a little bit yeah. of truth somebody's talking yeah. about it somewhere yeah you know so uh yeah in, in case you guys haven't heard about it rich and dad um it, matt jones just randomly started coming up within uh could we see him being traded to the the las vegas raiders and 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 you know that makes a lot of sense because that matt jones spent his first year with Josh McDaniels and they got rid of their car great, and had a great yeah year. and had a great year <laughs> and then the now now it's becoming, could we see him being traded to Las Vegas? So, I mean, I could see it. I could see it. Don't get me wrong. I could see it. I'm hoping it doesn't happen, though, because I don't want to, you know, send Matt Jones off and him not have a number one wide receiver and then him get over to Las Vegas and fuck people up because he does have a number one wide receiver in the name of Devontae Adams over there. So, I mean, I, I don't want that to exactly happen. But I did take some uh, scenarios down that, you know, in case that does happen. Um, So on Twitter yesterday, I posted and I said, hey, you know, question for all my Patriots fans. Should New England, you know, get a free agents quarterback or should we, you know, draft a quarterback or should we hand the keys off to Bap the Zap? 
and some dude said something about New England might be all in on a trade for Justin Fields. And I was like, what the mm, fuck? Fields doesn't that. make sense. So, you know, like Fields, like I think he had a worse rookie year than Matt Jones even had. So I, I don't know. I don't know how I would feel he about that. He had a good year Fields. last year. Though. Yeah, he, he did have a good year. season last year. Um, so I don't know. That was one one case. And then I wrote down uh, that we could draft one. Um, but, you know, I don't know if we're going to do that. Uh, in my case, if I had to choose, I would want us to get one out of free agency. Maybe look at someone like Derek Carr or someone like Lamar Jackson. Is anybody going to say it? It's obvious what needs to happen. Is anybody going to say it? And then the number one thing Jimmy G to New England. What the well, hell is yeah. wrong with you all? Jimmy G I've seen, goes Jimmy, home. I've seen Jimmy G too, but he can't stay healthy. Who the fuck would – I mean, we got Bap the Zap back Bill there. Bill Belichick but... loves Jimmy G. So it, it's, it, I'm yeah. telling you, he's going to go home. He's going to get hurt, and Zappy is going to play most of the season. So there yeah. you go. Well, see, that, that's right. what that's what I said, and that, that was my case. I said we either get someone out of free agency like Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, maybe a Lamar Jackson. Maybe we can book him over, you know, and talk him outside of going back to uh, Baltimore. Or I said we just hand the keys off to Bap the Zap and let him play one full season and see how good he is for real. So. Right. Yeah, that all of that idea. all of that feels like you're spinning wheels in the mud though, right? You're not really helping your team. I would yeah. I would stick with Mac Jones and focus on getting in, getting him some weapons. Yeah, but right? my, my point is my point is you, though, you've got, is, three, you've got three years. Years. My, in the next segment. So. But but yeah. but my point is real quick, it, it, my point is Rich, okay? It, it, Matt Jones played awful last season, right? And, and we mostly think that was attributed to uh, fucking whatever the fucking Matt Patricia's stupid dumbass coming in and being offensive coordinator, Having right? A defensive coordinator, but, or offensive coordinator. But that's what weird. if Las Very Vegas good. calls you right now and offers you a second to first round pick? You wouldn't trade Matt Jones. Matt Mac Jones is not getting a first rounder. Uh, right. maybe a second rounder for sure. But uh, then you're if you're New England, unless they do have a backup plan about getting Garofalo or whoever. But keep in mind, you get you got uh, Mac Jones for three years, yeah, and, yeah. He, and he's a, he's an up and coming quarterback. Yeah, uh, you yeah. need to develop him. Yeah, I would agree. As opposed to Garofalo, who's you know, like you said, is consistently hurt. And yeah. is he going to be in the league three years from now? I mean, yeah, where's, yeah. where's Garofalo going to be in the league? He's not going to be leading a team to the Super Bowl in three years from now. I can bet that. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally yeah. agree. So, I, I totally you know, agree. You're not doing any long term improvement on your team you're just spinning right yeah i would agree and i i i'm with you let me let me just say one thing real quick if they're dumb enough to offer new england a first round you take that you take that you take that first round pick and run and and figure out use that first your two first round picks to figure out your quarterback situation yeah um you you do that you you do that and you do that now it's not going to happen they're not going to offer a first for him um and and if it's a second no no, I'm yeah. I'm with Rick. I'm keeping yeah. Mac Jones. Um, yeah. If you're dumb enough, you know, dumb enough to give me a first, yeah. yes. Anything else, no. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. Well, see, well, see, I would agree with that. And that a person on Twitter yesterday posted something like that, Dad and Rich. They were like, if Las Vegas offers you a second round pick right now, would you take it for Matt Jones? And I, I wrote on there and I blankly said, I said, right now, no, I wouldn't take it. Uh, you know, it, until you give me Matt Jones, the number one wide receiver, and we can potentially see what he's fully capable of, 
I'm not doing that. Now, if you get him a number one wide receiver this season and midway through the season, he's sucking ass. Like he, you know, it kind of like falling off the rails like he did this season. Then, yeah, I would take a second round pick for him. You know, I yeah, might even yeah, take definitely. a third. He's still, but... Like Rich said, he needs to be developed. He needs yeah. to be developed. So yeah. if he has what you're saying, Brandon, I understand what you're saying. If he has another bad year, um, then you then you start thinking about maybe what um, stepping away from him, and maybe maybe he's a bust, um, or just only a backup in this league, or something like that. Um, but he definitely deserves another year. He yeah. went to the yeah. he he went to the playoffs and the Pro Bowl his first year. Well, not, not year, only you didn't have an offensive another... coordinator his yeah. second year. You need to invest in him and develop him this third year. Yeah. and I guarantee yeah. you, he he'll be as good as he'll yeah. be as good yeah. this year as he was his first year. Well, not, 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 not only do I agree that he deserves right. another year, Dad. I think he even deserves a fucking true number one wide receiver. Like, it, it, and not only yeah. is Danes in New England getting worse, that you're talking about us possibly not getting a number true number one wide receiver people which we're getting ready to talk that about. up and down huh yep that's what we're uh, getting ready to talk about yeah wide receiver yeah problem. but yeah, now no, i totally agree with you brandon now people are talking about we could possibly be letting jacoby myers go too yeah, i'm like yeah which what we, the fuck we're, that's what we're getting ready to talk about so okay the last thing i have for news and these until but then we're going to move to free agent wide receivers um that's it the eagles we, we've already talked about it. Here's some news that came out from them. Right tackle Lane Johnson. Um, he was playing hurt, dude. He was playing that good hurt on that on that offensive line. He under he uh, undergoes surgery immediately, you know, directly after the Super Bowl. Um, but he has announced that he will stay with the team. He is not going to retire. Um, and of course, that's right tackle Lane Johnson. Center uh, Jason Kelsey has is um, said he is still undecided he said give him about a month and he will let everybody know if he's going to retire or not that could be huge um they lost to their offensive coordinator shane steichen he took the head coach job in indy they lost their defensive coordinator jonathan gannon he took the head coaching job in arizona um we already talked about they have 10 free agents seven of them on defense um they the Eagles have a lot of stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? And and so we just got to pose the question of what's next for the Eagles. Um, I think they're going to benefit next year greatly from the, the, we, the NFC is weak. There's not a lot of good teams in the NFC because yeah. outside of Dallas, um, the Eagles in Dallas and San Fran, there you go. Those are the top three teams. San Fran doesn't even have a, they don't know what they're doing at quarterback yet. They, they don't, they don't know. Um, well, they're going to have a pretty Dallas. Lance. Dallas is going to the playoffs. Dallas, you know, Dallas already proved it. They're, they're going to the playoffs. Um, they got a couple little holes. Um, they got to figure out the running back situation. We talked about that last week. They need to pick a new wide receiver. <laughs> We're getting ready to talk about that right now. Um, but they're really the only threat for the Eagles, right? They're going to benefit. All these changes are going to happen. They're going to, in from the inside, somebody's going to step up, be their offensive coordinator. Somebody's going to step up, be, be their defensive coordinator. They're going to re-sign a few of these guys, have to let some of these guys go. Jalen Hurts getting a big deal. He's going to get a deal. Uh, he's going to get a contract. That's going to hurt because that's going to take a bunch of money from the cap away. But the Eagles are still going to be in it, right? The Eagles are still going to be in it because the NFC is so weak. The NFC is so weak, so yeah. they're not going to fall that, off that, like the Rams that, did. I, I, unless, 
unless Philadelphia goes in the direction that Uncle Gus just posted. Look at look at what he just posted. Yep. Okay. What what did you uh head coach Steichen went what? What is this? Wins it with quarter. Oh wow. Yeah. There you go. Okay. CJ Strump. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Who knows? Who knows? So yeah. there you go. <clears throat> Yeah, the uh, it, I mean, they, he's talking about uh, Indianapolis there, obviously. But I mean, it, <clears throat> what does he mean by winning? Is he talking about the Super Bowl? That would—that's <clears throat> what I meant by look at that comment because that would be interesting if if CJ Stroud could take Indianapolis all the way to the Super Bowl, being a rookie quarterback. Yeah, yeah, that would be um, uh, yeah. Okay, well, they better hope that the. The most expensive offensive line can actually play like a decent offensive line because they sucked last year. <laughs> I don't care who they have at quarterback, who they, whoever they have at quarterback in Indianapolis is going to be laying flat on their back unless they figure out that offensive line. So, yeah, so yeah. And, yeah they got a lot of the most expensive <laughs> offensive line in the league. So yeah, it, it, that's so crazy. Yeah, they're in a bind. Yeah, they're, sure. yeah, they're yeah. in a bind. I, okay, but anyway. Good. Back to Philadelphia, though. If I'm yep. if I'm the Jets, if I'm like uh, one of these teams that are desperate for a quarterback, the Raiders, uh, I'm talking to I'm talking about trading for Jalen Hurts. You know, I think you can convince Philly to trade for Jalen Hurts. Uh, although his stock is going to be super high, so you know, two first round picks. Yeah, you. Philly, would, I was getting ready to say you you're going to give up at least two first rounders. Yeah, dude. but if uh, you know, if uh, if the I think the Eagles could be open to hearing about that because, like I said, they're going to have to take up a big uh, salary cap hit for Jalen Jalen's new contract, um, and they've already got two first round picks. You want to give them one more, and there's uh, this is a deep quarterback class. Yeah, I mean, I if I'm Philadelphia, I'm yeah. thinking about it. But well, the thing I, to remember I the thing to remember also is this is a deep quarterback class. But I mean, you've only got a couple a couple of these guys that are going to be able to come in, start right away. Next, it, I mean, there. what I'm saying is there's no there's no Andrew Luck. There's no, yeah. you know what I'm saying, uh, Joe Burrow. There's no guy like that that's guaranteed going to make it in this. You know, now well, next year you got two of them. Next well, year you got two of them coming out. <laughs> and, and two generational talents. Right. Out, so. I don't think the Eagles are going to hang on to that number 10 pick. I bet that gets traded. Because um, they like to trade that first pick because they accumulate yeah. more picks that way. And if they're if they are sold on Jalen Hurts, then uh, uh, invest them in other players, you know, to replace your. I, I, I agree with you, Ritz, but I think they pick yeah. ten and and move back with their later pick in the first round and create yeah. more. Well, see, yeah, well, I, see, I, yeah, I don't think they're going to pick at ten. I just okay, don't my thing. My thing is here. Okay, and and I'm I'm going to say two things. Okay, first of all, regarding the Eagles, I definitely agree with you, Rich. I think I, you know, if you would have told me at the beginning of this season that Jalen Hurts could possibly be traded, I would have called you crazy. I did. I but think I, I, that I, early. I'm thinking. I'm thinking now that's becoming more of a reality than 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 a dream because, um, you know, like you said, Rich, they're they're low in cap space. That's going to be a massive contract for them. At like like we all agreed on here this season was their best chance of winning the Super Bowl because they are going to lose some people to free agency. Like you said, dad, they got 10 free agents. They're not going to be able to sign seven of them on defense. Yeah. Seven of them on defense. So this was their best chance to win the Super Bowl by far. So, you know, if you get a call from a team like Chicago or like someone up there 
with a top five pick calling you saying, hey, we'll give you our second to third pick. And, you know, we'll give you our second to third pick. And then, you know, maybe a, a Ooh, third Chicago or fourth calls him and says, next year. We'll give you our quarterback, Fields, and a first round pick. For Jalen Hurts? For Jalen Hurts. Oh, hell no. That's not going to happen. I keep two first round picks. I, two first I would round maybe picks. Oh, so that's jump on that, but I don't if you're happen. okay, okay. Listen, the the <laughs> one first round pick in Jalen Harris was already intriguing me. You add an extra first round pick onto that. Two first round picks and Justin Fields. Okay, I a first I would have round pick that. Justin Fields and a second round pick. I, 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 okay, I, I Chicago is going to trade Justin Fields. That, that's the rumor. They're going to yeah, they're going to get the a quarterback. Yeah. And they're going to yeah, they're right. going to move on from Justin Fields, who yeah. I think is going to be a good quarterback, right? Like yeah. he, he's yeah. got a lot of promise there. He, he's definitely Jalen Hurts with an arm, right? I mean, can we say that? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll see in the in the next two months, but uh, yeah. I'm Philadelphia. I'm, I'm not necessarily sold on, like, we're going to commit to Jalen Hurts for the next five years. I, I'm not either. I, I, I mean, I mean, Jalen Hurst, don't get me wrong, he's an elite quarterback, but I think they're sitting in the same – actually, I can't say they're sitting in the same position as Baltimore because Baltimore has the money. They're just greedy motherfuckers and don't want to pay Lamar Jackson. I mean, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson is asking for a bit too much, but, I mean, come on, man, he's a top-five quarterback. Yeah. So, I mean – Quarterbacks the get what is, they get paid. The market – it's yeah. like selling your house. Your house can be yeah. worth uh, uh, $100,000 or it can be yeah. worth $300,000. It depends on what somebody's gonna buy buy it for. That's how yeah, value. Right. Are. That's well, what value. You that. know, I, I I don't know. Like like I said, I think Jalen Harris is an elite quarterback now, especially after what season he put up and what he did in the Super Bowl. I would agree with that, but I just don't see physically any way that the Eagles are able to keep him. Like you're talking about a massive cap hit here when you have to already try to figure out. 10 other people yeah, but you're also talking about the cornerstone, and that's what that's why why we're talking, we're discussing, and Rich don't think they're they're going to make him the cornerstone long term. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, you might do a short term contract with him, but there is there is the option that you say, okay, this is our quarterback moving forward for the foreseeable future. Sign yeah. a big contract with him, that 40 million, and um, and then just lose a bunch of other people and just build around them. Um, they are in the weaker conference so they could they'll stay you know they'll stay relevant um they, they, and this is that's great this is good discussion they, they got a lot of options on what they, they do. can do and, we, and we'll see and we'll see um we will see moving forward you know um I, I, and they got a great gm dude this dude this dude just hits after hits he knows how to draft you know what i'm yeah, saying i don't i yeah, don't know so, i mean i don't i wouldn't yeah. i would say he's a he's a great gm because of his ability to to uh, uh accumulate draft picks trades. His, his trade yeah. uh he's not he's a he's a uh, ballsy tr- uh gm you know yep. he's, he's not yep. afraid to make a risk uh their draft history isn't stellar though but I right mean, okay. well and, right, cool. and 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 my thing is my thing is okay this is what i'm saying dad and, and this is the last thing i gotta say about it real quick before yeah, good, we get on we're moving on receivers um uh, you said there's two potential superstars coming out of next draft uh, next year's draft right at quarterback i think there's four this year i think you've got anthony richardson will levis CJ Strouder and Bryce Young. I mean, it, it, like you said, Bryce Young is a little Bryce bit. Bryce Young is the shit. only per, is the best by far out of there, and he's little mm, bitty. I would I would disagree with he's, that. I would disagree with little, that. I I, I would disagree with that. One. What are you talking my, about? There's, my my number one. 
my number one quarterback, if I had to put a big board together right now, I have Will Levis up there. Watch watch tape on that, man. He reminds me of a Andrew Luck, Josh Allen type quarterback. Like he, he has a very strong arm, but he also makes very smart decisions with the ball. So okay. I, and we'll we'll have these these discussions as the combine comes up, and then we start talking about the draft. Um, hey, Brandon, I tend to agree with you. Um, not this past year because they had a terrible offensive line, but two years ago Kentucky had a good offensive line, and look what Will Levis did. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, he he can boy can run the ball and he can throw the ball. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's he pretty good. He pretty good. So he's definitely not going. You know, in the seventh round. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. all right cool let's uh let's tackle this last topic we have and that's free agent wide receivers we have the free agent wide receiver uh the wide receiver needy teams in the nfl east would be new england dallas cowboys and of course uh, the new york football giants um extremely needy when it comes to wide receivers here's a list of the top Wide receiver free agents. Here's some free agents, but we also have some rumors um, um, or some trade talks or trade cut or trade talks or cuts. Um, we got people like DeAndre uh, uh, D Hop, Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas, Brandon Cooks, Curtis Samuel, Corey Davis, Tyler Boyd. There you go. What about Tyler Boyd? That's a that could, that's a number one. Robbie Anderson was another name that came up of a possible cut. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send it to each one of you all. Give us a few out of all of these names here that are up on the screen. Jacoby Myers, Juju Smith-Schuster, Alan Lazard, DJ Chark. Um, there's really Richie James um, from the Giant. He's really stepped up. You got people like Julio Jones. What does he have left in him? Um, Marvin Jones. And, of course, OBJ is down there at the bottom. Um but he's does he have anything left in him? So out of all of these names, what I want is your guys' opinion on what you think. Um, the, the Brandon, you tell me about New England and Rich. Give me t- tell me about the Cowboys. How do you think they should tackle? Let's start with you, Rich. How do you think the Cowboys should tackle free agency when it comes to wide receiver? Um, the Dallas Cowboys, my opinion, you could tell me if you agree, they have a true number one. Um, after that, they fall off dramatically. Um, uh, to, they they don't win a playoff game this year um, it, without the addition of T.Y. Hilton. And you know what I'm saying? And, and T.Y. is a free agent. He signed a one-year contract. They don't have him anymore. What yep. do they have to do? Um, they are still hurting at wide receiver. Um, they've never made up for, you know, the allowing their, they had two number ones, um, which, you know, that's what a dream for everybody. That's what people want right now is two number, you know, a one a and a one B Dallas had that gave up on that because they, you know, they're paying a running back way too much money instead of a wide receiver, way too much money. So what should they do? Tell me, tell me what they should do real quick. What do you got? Yeah, I agree with everything you said there. Um, uh, Dallas is in a bad spot. They put themselves in a bad spot. And if you look at a list of free agencies, um uh, one there's not a uh, there's not a, a five star free agent wide receiver there right i mean like right. a dominant a dominant wide receiver uh obj might be the best one there maybe uh, um on right. the free agent list yeah but the trade yeah. talks or yeah. cuts right um, you got you got names like michael thomas 
Michael Thomas, well, Keenan Allen. Uh, here's you know, another name that Keenan, Keenan, Keenan Allen maybe get cut, so he might be somebody that. Dallas That's what I'm saying. Make. Yeah, these are either yeah. cuts or trades. Yeah, um, uh, Jerry Judy from Denver. Uh, he's he's one that's uh, yeah. uh, uh, heavily rumored to go to Dallas, or that Dallas might be interested in trading for him. Uh, okay. Yeah, because he could be a, he could definitely be a one A one or one A wide. He would be a one B. He would be he one, would be the yeah. B. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Right, for, but. Uh, Dallas's approach to free agency is there. They like the discount bend. That's what they right. want. The, all these, right. uh, your, uh, your top receivers here that are on this, this list that you've got up there, they'll yeah. long be gone before Dallas will even consider them because they don't want to, they just don't want to pay. They want, they want a discount wide receiver that they can come in for a year or two. Uh, T.Y. Hilton was a perfect example. They may try to regain him. They, they did like him. And, he's, yeah. he's and he played like, really good for him. They, really they won a playoff him. game because of him. <laughs> right. But he's not a number one receiver anymore. Not even. No, a, probably definitely not. not even but a he's a good, two. he's a great compliment yeah. to Dallas's number one. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. He would be like a high end three to me. Because, right. Exactly. Right. Because exactly. he's not going to, you know, he's, he's going to do some things, but he's not going to dominate um, a, a game. You can't. You know, nobody's going to game strategy around T.Y. Uh, T.Y. Hilton. So they're not in a good spot. And, uh, they're not in a good spot to draft a wide receiver either. Uh, last year, they drafted a wide receiver in the third round, and the guy didn't hardly make the field at all this season. So the potential bust with uh, uh, Jalen Tolbert there. So Dallas is just in a bad spot, and I don't I don't see them trading for uh, Jerry Judy because I think Denver wants a first round pick, but Denver is going to be uh, their draft pick needy, right? They've they've just given away tons of draft picks. Um, so they may take a second for him, but I just don't see Dallas as being aggressive. I think Dallas will pick another third third round wide receiver and try to make it work. Um, they they are really screwing Dak Prescott with not giving. Him you don't think they're going to bring anybody in? They're not going to sign anybody. Uh, possibly Julius Jones, maybe because he'll be in less demand, possibly. But Dallas is going to wait till it's all over. That's what they do for free agency. They wait till the very. They let all those picks get all those free agent players go to teams and a lot of times they do get overpaid. You know, those free agents right. are, are, you know, uh, get big contracts and Dallas doesn't like to pay big contracts for free agents. They want, but, they want a bargain basement. Uh, my, thing, my thing is, Rich, can play here's for my one thing. Contract. do you agree with this? The reason why they do that when it comes to wide receiver, they, they do have a number one wide receiver, right? Right. But um, it, it's proven now that all of the good teams, um, so we got the Eagles, they got two number ones. We got, you know, Cincinnati, two number ones, Miami, Three. two number ones. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the but the reason why Dallas can't get in that game and move in that direction is because they paid a fucking running back too much money. They got too much money tied up in their in their backfield and their running backs. Yep. And if they didn't have those big contracts, they would be able to bring in a true number one and have Jerry Judy and you know what I'm saying? Number right. and number 88. Yeah, and that's, and, so. and that's part of it too, and that is fair. But Dallas also had money they just sat on this year and didn't spend because they just yeah, didn't feel right. like there's anybody invest worth that investment. Um, yeah, um, so they Dallas shoots themselves in the foot with that. And again, in the in this league, you can't really worry about like we need to be super conservative with the salary cap because that's not going right. to win you a Super Bowl, right? <laughs> you know, you, the teams that are aggressive that go out and get players in the midseason to to improve their weaknesses. Those are the teams that got that extra juice in the, in the playoffs. Look at uh, San Francisco and uh, McCaffrey, you know, they didn't, they didn't exactly. care. That he had, they didn't care that he had a huge contract. They wanted him in there because that would help their yeah. team. 
So, right. but Dallas, Dallas has got to change their approach on that, and I don't know if they will, at least right now. But they made a fatal mistake with uh, letting Amari Cooper go, and they're going to be paying for it. Right. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Do they do what they normally do when it comes to wide receiver, which is nothing? Jerry Judy to Dallas, man. That that sounds really cool. Right. Um, that would be a lot of fun. Um, worst comes to worst, they're definitely going to sign somebody from this list like T.Y. Hilton or something because they need a number three. You know what I'm saying? They need a number two or a number three. Yeah, um, yeah we have so no depth on wide receiver twos. That's another thing. I mean, not only do we have a solid number two, we don't have any depth beyond number three. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's cool. We'll see what happens at a wide receiver when it comes to the Cowboys. Um, same question for you. Brandon, but New England, what do you think New England should do? do does any of these guys here um, grab your interest? What is your opinion? What do you think they should do? And what do you think they will do? Um, if yeah, two different I things? mean, someone right off this list, right at the very top, number one, grabs my attention to Kobe Myers. You have to <laughs> resign this man. Like, you have to okay. resign him. He's led our team in fucking yardage. For the last three or four years now, he gets up almost to a thousand yards a game. I mean, a year. He gets multiple touchdowns a game for you. He's our 50 50 catcher. Like Jacoby Myers does everything for you. But for the same reason of what Rich was just talking about, how shitty the Cowboys are with not wanting to spend money, is the same reason of why I'm hearing Jacoby Myers is going to walk out of the door. We're not willing to pay him as much as he's wanting, and the team's going to offer him it somewhere else. And they're, they're, they're going to let Jacoby Myers walk right out the door. And there goes our number two. And then we are fucked back, starting all the way back at the beginning again, of look not only looking for a number one, but now looking for a number two again. Because for whatever dumbass reason, New England has a number two sitting right there in their pocket in KB. But for some reason, we don't want to play him. So our number two is Jacoby Myers. But now you're talking about releasing him or letting him go somewhere else. So I, I don't get what New England is exactly doing here. I've been hearing a lot about we could possibly be in, you know, trade talk or, you know, not trade talk, but like uh, trade rumors of possibly getting J uh, Jerry Judy as well. I've been hearing some about that. We could also be looking at Keenan Allen and, uh, I, you know, what about D hop. Uh, I, I've heard rumors I, I don't know. about D hop. There for a while, I was hearing about D hop, but then you know when when uh, when fucking Brill O'Brien came over, the those those yeah, rumors started happen, slowing right? oh, yeah, down. Yeah, he traded he traded him when he were when they were in Houston. So yeah, yeah that that, that shit started slowing down once he came over. So I I don't really think D hop to us is a, is a thing anymore. I I would absolutely love for that to happen because like D hop is the closest thing to staying healthy. And he's their true number one, so I would love that for that to happen. But uh, yeah, people have been talking about Keenan Allen, okay. Jerry, Judy, all of them. Brent, so. I got a question for you, Brandon. When it comes to free agency um, and New England, a couple of years ago, New England, New England never spends big in free agency, but a couple of years ago they did. They brought in, they brought in two tight ends, wide receivers. I mean, they, they, they you know, and this wasn't bottom of the this wasn't bottom guys this was hunter henry you know what i'm saying i mean these these were these guys were actually good free agents it wasn't the great ones so they didn't overpay for them or maybe they did because you know production they feel like almost to me when it comes to wide receiver they need to do that again 
You know what I'm saying? It, it's time they're, to restock your shelves because they're you not. have a Devon Devonte Parker is pretty much all you got, especially if you leave if you let Jacoby Myers go. Um, yeah. That's kind of all you have, and he, and he struggles with staying healthy. He he's and he's probably only going to be a number two. You don't have a true number yeah. one, and we have all these other teams that have two number ones. You yeah. have to do something yeah. if you want to give a well, fair well, chance to Mac Jones. So Dad, you have my, to my give thing, him some weapons. My thing is this, okay? My thing is this, okay? My thing is, 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 A, I will never, ever in my lifetime, ever again until we get a new GM, I will never in my lifetime ever see New England spend that amount of money again until I'm probably like 80, 90 years old. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about football? I'm right with you, like, Brandon. I like, know the feeling. I will never ever see that type of money be spent again in new fu- in in fucking new england i i swear to god when when i woke up right i woke up to us signing one player i was like oh okay okay then i woke up second day rich we signed two more players i'm like what the fuck like i almost had a heart attack sitting in my bed because yeah, i couldn't great. believe fucking bill belichick was spending money like that like it, that shit will never happen again um no i i agree with you dad but my point is is this okay we should be spending high top money to get a number one wide, true number one wide receiver to come to New England. But if we're not even willing to pay Jacoby Myers, who is like a maybe top 15, top 20 wide receiver, if we're not even willing to pay him the type of money that he's wanting and we're just going to let him walk out of the door, what the hell makes you think we're going to give like a number, a true number one type money? We're not going to give that to anybody. So okay. overall, right. I can sit here and think that we're going to get these guys. But in reality, I think we're just going to go back to how it was this season. We're going to have absolutely nobody. We're every now and then going to play KB. We're not even going to have Jacoby Myers. We're going to have our number one wide receiver being Devontae Parker. Like, it, it, that's just that, that's just the reality that it healthy. is. I can dream, but Sucks. it's not going to happen. So Okay. All yeah, right, I feel like cool. the Patriots. I feel like the Patriots and the Cowboys are in the same spot. If you're trying to rebuild your wide receiving core, this is the wrong year to do it. There's just mm-hmm. there's just not a, a long term wide receiver free agents on the list mm-hmm. there. And if there's not too many in the draft, I mean, you're kind of you're in a box. Very limited right. stuff you can do. I mean, okay. the the thing is, the thing is, is thanks, Pat. The thing is, is there is going to be about a, a one or two wide receivers in a draft, which that is going to be true number one wide receivers. They're, they're going to develop into that. But will either one of our teams take it? I don't think so. Uh, new England at 14 will probably do something ignorant, like fucking picking someone that should be going in the seventh round again like we did last season. And we're not going to get a, a true number one wide receiver because for some odd reason, Bill Belichick could give two fucks about wide receivers. He's like, oh, well, I got Matt Jones who – I believe is just as good as Brady, even though Brady was the goat and I'm not going to get him any help. So I, I don't okay. get what Bill is doing here. So I, I don't All right, know. Cool. Well, I, I hope, I hope for both of your all sakes, they do. Um, one of the coolest rumors I've heard, and it was just people talking shit. Um, and the only reason why I want it is because it affects the bills uh, is I would like Diggs, Stefan Diggs to leave, go play with his brother in Dallas so uh, <laughs> that would be badass. Um, that would give Dallas two true number ones. That uh, uh, the re- <laughs> the reason why those rumors came out, I don't know if you're seeing it or not, but Stefan Diggs did an interview uh, right after the uh, uh, right after the whatever the Pro Bowl game. He did an interview, yep. right? 
And yep. he said it was really, really cool to play against his brother. But he said, yep. just imagine how much cooler it would be playing with my brother. And he said the ultimate goal is they want to make the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And the chick asked him, uh, well, do you want to make the Super Bowl versing each other or playing together? He said, I don't know. We'll see. And then the day right after that interview came out, fucking uh, uh, Trevon Diggs made a flying. fucking – No, Trevon Diggs himself that his brother, the cornerback for Dallas, posted a fucking – uh, a picture of Stefan Diggs wearing a Cowboys jersey. Nice. Yeah, that would uh, that would solve a lot of problems for the Cowboys. I wish they could make that happen. I don't think Buffalo would take. They'd have. Uh, that take would, that for would it, greatly right? help the Miami Dolphins to get Stefan Diggs the fuck out of the AFC right. East. Right. I would love. And we, that. and we see that we see that Diggs and <laughs> I would love uh, that. Josh Allen don't get along. We saw that from their last game they played together. Right, exactly. Okay, so all these are rumors. Um, Last thing we need to talk about when it comes to free agency wide receivers is the New York football giants. They are an NFL East team. They do not have a number one. They have a number two and a couple number threes. That's about all they got. They're switching guys around. Sterling Shepard out the door. Um, Yeah, and, uh, and and I don't get that. If I could say one thing real quick, Dad. Um, Rich, I, Richie you know, James is a free agent. Yeah. So there, and there's your two best guys right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Galladay's out yeah. the door. So yeah. Well, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, and then I'll give you my opinion on what I think the Giants yeah. do, and then we'll be finish this up. What's I up? mean, uh, honestly, you know, I I think I think they're all set in on uh, uh, Robertson, and, and and Robertson proved that he could be a really good wide receiver last year until he got injured. But the point is, you have to have more around him. So I, I think I think Ricky James has to be a asset that you have to bring back. He was a great two or three option for you last year. He he carried your team half the time. Um, but anyways, outside of that, um, I, I I was gonna say I don't get the release of Sterling Shepard outside of Ricky James. Your only other option was Sterling Shepard. Like Sterling Shepard. Yeah was the man that was over half the time carrying your team last year when Robertson went down. And even before Robertson went down, Sterling Shepard was still your number two option and he was doing great all season long. So I don't get the, the avoiding his contract or whatever the hell that happened there. And then them releasing well, I, him. I mean, I, I can tell you why they've yeah. done it. If you want me to, cause I've talked to the coach of the year. Um, Brian Dable, you know, I, uh, I did you? Oh, yeah, shit, dude, we're becoming basis. big head top podcast people here. <laughs> he listens to this No, I'm just, uh, it, they, no, all I can do is project and guess why. The reason why, Brandon, is because I think they're going to do what I think they're going to do. And, and I understand they got to figure out what they're doing at running back, what they're doing at quarterback. They're going to figure all that out. And um, they're going to bring in one of these free agent true number ones is what they're going to do. And then they're going to draft one that hopefully can be, and there's going to be, there's going to be your one and two. They already got a couple twos and some threes on there. That's what they're going to do. I don't know if it's D hop, Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas. I don't know who it's going to be. Jacoby Myers. Dad, dad, dad. Uh, hold up. Hold I up. Don't hold know. up. Dad, dad, dad. Okay. I have a problem but, with what you just said. Michael Thomas is far from a true number one. It, you this have man, lost your mind. This man had three <laughs> fucking touchdowns in the last two seasons. This man has not played football in two and a half seasons. 
You're telling me someone that cannot fucking stay healthy and has only had three touchdowns in the last two seasons, I'm led to believe he's a true number one wide receiver. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't want him. He he is by far a true number one. He's dynamic. No. He's he's probably, outside of D-Hop, the best person on this list. When he plays, Brandon, I totally agree with you. He obviously doesn't get along with the the New Orleans Saints. Um, I mean, he went and had surgery right before the season started purposely i mean he he's a dumbass i i wouldn't want him on my team just because of the type of person he is the type of player he is but skill wise michael thomas is badass <laughs> so, yeah i, I agree he's been, yeah he's an elite wide receiver when he's helping i mean i would honestly rather have calvin ridley on my team than fucking michael thomas honestly i mean calvin ridley seems like he's a cool dude i would he bet on, gambled on some games yeah I would but bet. he stays healthy <laughs> And he fucking is a better wide receiver, in my opinion. I'd totally, rather have Calvin yeah, Ridley. I, I like him. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. But he's got a he's got a he's got a team already. He's not going anywhere. Right. But that's, yeah. that's what the Giants thing. are going to do. I'm telling you, they're going to pick. Yeah, and, and he's going to be badass. And God, Lord Jacksonville. Yeah. Holy moly, they're going to be scary. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, I, I think they're what, easily going to win their division this season. So. Oh yeah, they're winning the South. That's what the Giants are going to do. The Giants are going to bring in a true number one and draft. In the first round, they're going to spend their first round draft pick on a wide receiver and hope they hit on one of these guys. And they're hoping that that'll be their one and two, or they're kind of hoping that that the dude pops and it become one and one. You know, they got their one A and one B because yeah. that's what they want. So they, there you go. And that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, you guys think that's possible? I'm sorry about your all's teams and your I mean, managers not I mean, caring about the wide receiver. Yeah. Room, Again, that's that that's. The Giants aren't in a good place either because they're going to be in salary cap hell too. They got a quarterback to pay for and a, a, Chicago, a Barkley to pay for. Um, they're, they're going to do. They're going to do a short term deal with their quarterback. You know, a couple of years. Um, they're going to pay him the thirty five. Uh, the thirty five that number that came out that he's projected. Um, yeah. But they're only going to they're going to do short term deal with him only a couple of years, so they're not locked in two or three years. Um, and they're, they're probably gonna you know put the um uh uh i don't know what they're doing yeah. at running back but they're, again they're, again if they're banking they're on gonna franchise tag their running back which most people don't do that yeah. um, and you got to be careful with that because saquon barkley has a history of injury but coming off a season like that and being the only real weapon that you have um yeah. You you kind of if they if they let him go, then they better go get it one of these um the top free agent wide receiver is what you better do. You know what I'm saying? If they let Saquon yeah. Barkley sign yeah. um somewhere else. So for, again, I think they're in a bad Well, I mean, not only are if you let Saquon Barkley go, sorry to interrupt you, Rich, uh not only are you looking for a number one wide receiver or some wide receivers to help you, but then you have to revert back to you're looking now for a new running back as well. I totally so you might agree, have to but I would, I would rather, like I'd rather, or something. Right. It, it, well, you just bring in, you bring in, but you do running back by committee. I don't want to be stuck like Dallas is. I wouldn't want to have all my money poured into fucking running backs and not be able to get me a number two wide receiver because of it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and that's the, that's the problem. Yeah. I, and, <clears throat> and if, if the giants don't be careful, if they're not careful this offseason, they can easily put themselves in that position. Pay Saquon Barkley a bunch of money. You know what I'm saying? And then you can't get, you won't be able to get you 
um, you know, a, a true number one unless you hit in the draft. So, well, see, everything I've been seeing, um, Saquon is asking for a lot of money outside yeah, of New York Giants price the, range. So, they're, the, if they're going to keep him, they do have the franchise. Yeah, we're not talking the running back market has already been set. Aaron Jones, um, well, already it, set that he was he was due 13 million. And lowered and signed himself. He agreed to what was it? Eleven? Was it ten or eleven? Uh, I think so it was nine. I think it was eleven. Yeah. No, you, no, it was double like digits. That. It was so double that, digits. Okay. I think it was ten. I think it was ten. And that's the top of the market. So that's where Josh Jacobs is going for the same money that that he did. Uh, Saquon Barkley. That's that's. They're all going to get the same contract. That yeah. that's the top of the market for the running game. And that's uh... too much. That's too much. <laughs> yeah, it's too, it's too big of an investment when you can get running backs or running back. ground that can can exactly. play good. I, uh, I'll I'll pay that to I'll pay that to Tyreek Hill. <laughs> I'll pay that to a, a, a number one wide receiver, but I'm not paying that to a number yeah. one. Uh, yeah, Dallas is a hundred percent the same position. We may we may not have Pollard or Zeke on our team next year. Uh, right. And if they do have like, if they do have Zeke, they're going to renegotiate that contract for sure and pay him closer to five million than ten million. Um, but Pollard, on the other hand, he's going to be he's going to be up there with uh, Barkley as far as setting a setting the market for yeah. running backs. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, somebody's yeah, definitely. going to pay we, we, Tony Pollard whatever the market is. Yeah, right. And then we we talked about that last week when we did our free agent running backs um, and where we you know where we think is going to happen. Well, see that so. the the one thing I want to say is I think the reason why people value running backs so low, the reason why you all are saying that you wouldn't pay a number one running back for that high and all that is because there for a while a we all league. got because we all got used to there being multiple running backs like they you know we could go oh well, fuck you we don't need you there's other running backs that we could get in shit i think the market for running backs is actually kind of slowed down i feel like if you have a top five running back not not top 10 or anything you know if they want too much and release them but a top five someone like cmc or uh saquon barkley or something i feel like you have to pay those guys what they want because otherwise you're looking elsewhere for a running back that isn't going to be as good yeah and you just named you just named two guys that are a true threat coming out as a wide receiver you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, um out yeah. of the backfield, Saquon and yeah, that's what I'm saying. Have. Someone, someone that has their caliber that can run the ball really well, like both of them, catch the ball out of the backfield, do shit like that. So something like you know, CMC, Tony Pollard, Saquon Barkley. Right, but would you like rather that, would you rather you have, have one of those guys, or would you rather have would you rather New England have somebody like Tyreek Hill or Devonte Adams? Or I mean, me, like me, myself, and, you, and I, I'm taking a wide receiver because we have Ramon right. Stevenson, exactly. who's and really good at doing both of those anyways. Right. And everybody, but my point is, is like, the wide if you more. are someone like New York who needs a running back, and if you let Saquon Barkley go, you you have nobody else behind him. I feel like you have to pay him the money that he's wanting. I, I mean, I say you do because he's your superstar and yeah. you lock into him. You put yourself in that position. Um, you hope he takes uh, somewhat of a of a, um, a team friendly deal and allow them to give him a bunch of guarantee or a bunch of bonus money or something like that, and then not a big contract. You know, something maybe. I mean, you kind of hope, but you still go get your number one um, wide receiver because you don't even yeah. have one. You don't yeah, even I have a number two. I feel like the wide receivers are are premium right now. Um, yeah. 
and and there's not there's not no great ones like there was no, yeah Devontae Adams there is no Devontae Adams Tyree yeah, no. Kills there's not um, oh that but there the, that demand for the wide receiver is going to be way higher than running backs yeah. which you know you can get a third round running back and have you know not lose that much production even from right. a and, superstar running back you know as no the, no no I I agree the, with you Rich and on most teams oh, that is yeah. the case right it, you know on most teams that would be the case yes Jonathan and Taylor is not a free agent though I don't believe. So, no, he's he talking about him. he's talking about like JT being a multi multi uh yeah. you know being able to do back. catching and yeah, running he's definitely and an all yeah, stuff. he's a great running back. So, yeah. He's an all-purpose back if he yeah. can stay healthy. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh but no, what I'm saying, Rich, is I would agree with you. Like you could take on most teams, you could take a third round pick, you know, and be happy with that. But I mean, look at fucking Isaiah Pacheco, you know what I'm saying? Like he was a seventh round and fucking he's starting for Kansas City. But my point is is like someone like New York, you have you already have Saquon Barkley set in stone. He can run, he can catch, he can do all that. If they let him walk and then they draft a third round running back that's like Isaiah Pacheco and can only run, not catch, you think they're going to be happy with that? They're going to be like, "Well, fuck, we just let our wide, re- I mean, our running back go that could do both, and now we're stuck to only running the ball." So, well, I mean, if that's they're also on top of that, I agree with you at running back position. But I think they will be okay with that if they walk away with the best free agent wide receiver instead right. of Saquon. It's and, and you got to decide where you put your money. You know what I'm saying? But the and that's the problem. And the reason why I'm leaning towards Saquon is because there's not a really great true number one. D Hop's no. awesome, but he's yeah. also getting older. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, yeah. so if D Hop was younger, if this was D Hop in his prime, if yeah. this was D Hop coming up coming from Houston, I'd be like, hell yeah, jump on it, take him. Fuck you, Saquon. Get you know what I'm saying? Let's go wide yeah. receiver. But it's yeah. not it's not that anymore. He is older. So yeah. I mean Yeah, I, I would just say Hopkins at best is a high end number two. Yeah, if you well, if he comes to somewhere like New England one, or something, he could be a number one. He's so. gonna be scary because he, he can still be yeah. just about anybody one on one. So if you put him well, uh, across yeah. from a true number one, you know what right. I'm saying? Right. Like if he goes to Dallas, he's yeah. gonna be scary. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's gonna be scary because yeah. he's gonna be he they're gonna have to take him one on one. They won't be able to double team him, or they're gonna get tore up by number eighty eight on the other side of yeah. the field. So. <laughs> Well, yeah. CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, and uh, Hopkins all on the same team. I, w- I-, I wouldn't hate that. Oh, oh yeah. Hell no. Yeah, that would we'd... be a scary <laughs> yeah, would. Honestly, I don't think, we'd, I really I don't think we'd be like an elite wide receiver core, but I think we would be much improved from yeah. today. So. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, you you could write a little bit of wrong um, there, I believe. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, um, so there yeah. But still, it's not an ideal situation. Uh, right. Really just not. Yeah. Cool. All right, fellas, that's all we got. Um, the only other thing I would want to talk about, um, wide receiver, and I we don't we're not going to talk about it, but we're going to start talking about the draft um, after the combine or as the combine happens, which is coming up really close. Um, I do have some important dates. February twenty eighth is the NFL scouting combine. There you go. February twenty eighth, okay. March fifteenth will start the 2000, 2023 league year and free agency period. Begins a couple of days before that on the 13th is that non is that tampering period or whatever. But yeah. the 15th is actually the true date. So that's cool. Those two things are coming up. Um, the other thing about wide receiver, and we'll talk more about this when we get into the draft. This is a weak wide receiver class. Um, they don't we don't there is no there is no chase. There is no, you know, uh, a big number one 
coming out a wide receiver. Um, yeah. So it, that's something to yeah. think about. Also, well, honestly, um, Dad, I've been watching. And we, tape we'll talk on more about that guys. when we get into the draft. I, yeah, I've ahead. been watching tape on all these guys, right? Yeah, me and too. The only one that really, really impressed me was the dude coming out of TCU this year. He's like fucking six five. He's tall yeah. as fuck. He, he's yeah. the only one that's impressed me. But like last year when when Traylon Burts was coming out, right? I said, mm-hmm. holy fuck. Okay, he looks great. Like like every single yeah, year. We, we, we've gotten used to there being really yeah. good wide receiver classes coming yeah, out the last and, two and three that's years. What, this ain't yeah. one of those years. That's and and that's exactly what I was getting to, Dad. You know, the last two or three seasons, like you were talking about, I, I yeah, at least one person I've went, holy yeah. fuck, they look great. You know, they're, they're going to yeah. make a good transaction. This year, outside of that dude from TCU, I, I haven't went, oh, fuck. Like, they're going to impress me. I mean, and, even with, and even with cool him, kids, I didn't like do Addison that. And, no. I mean, it, we'll, we'll talk more about it. We're, we'll get into it after uh, the, sc- the scouting combine. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get into it more and, and take a look at these guys' names. Um, that's what I'm doing too. I Brandon, mean, outside of that guy from them, TCU, so. the next one that I would say has impressed me is Zay Flowers. And could Zay Flowers be a true number Zay one? Zay Flowers could easily five... be a true number one. Right. Dad, he's five ten. He's five ten. Yeah, he's fast as hell, dude. As I as understand like that, but he's short. He has to be a slot receiver, right? Hey, man, Tyreek Hill's a short dude. Tyreek Hill's only five <laughs> ten. So there you go. Um, all right, cool. That's all we got. Unless you got something, Rich, do. You... You got anything yeah, I would say, like, just to add on and wrap it up, like, because the wide receiver class is not that stellar this year, they're all going to be – all the elite wide receivers in this draft are going to be overdrafted. They're going yeah. yeah. to be gone early just because people will want the receivers that they can get, and they're not going to yeah. wait either, around. Either that or we're going to have a first round where only one co- gets picked at the very end of the yeah. of the first round because that's uh, kind of – that's kind of – I it, mean, it, I, I don't have a, a wide receiver coming off the board – the first one I have lined up is uh, New England. New England at right. 14. So you're halfway through. And who do we take? Well, we'll talk more about that. Right. We'll talk more about that. It, it, better, it better be safe flowers, Dad. Can you imagine that? Boston yeah. College, he comes like 30 minutes over to Gillette Stadium. Or, or, or like it could happen, what you're saying, Rich, where they go hot. They get just, they just get, yeah. you know. Yeah. Right, because people are going to. Yeah, yeah, people, know, people are in dire need of a wide receiver. They're not going to wait around. Yeah. They're going to get who they yeah. the few the few that they can have access to. They'll they'll overdraft on a wide receiver. But that's my prediction. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Yeah, I mean, they, they, it's, it could happen either way, and we'll talk more about that. Hey, uh, Dad. You know, uh, you could so, join you my mod draft tonight at eight thirty, and you know, give your prediction. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and announce that. That's NFL boy Brandon on YouTube. Everybody, everybody, yeah. listen to this. What time are you doing it? Uh, 8.30 p.m. tonight. I'm doing my mod draft 2.0. So Okay, so and that's over on YouTube at yeah. NFL Boy Brandon. Go there. It's a good time. Um, let, you know, there you go. All right, let's wrap it up next weekend, fellas. Uh, until next week, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Derek Carr, do not come to the AFC East. No. Yeah. <laughs> Jets, Jets, tell him to fuck off. Get Jalen Hurts. Get Jalen Hurts over there in New York. <laughs> no no thank you although you know it's better than aaron Rodgers. so there you go so yeah, yeah.